And we are live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Arise with Susan. Thank you for joining me today and my special, beautiful, wonderful friend, Jamie Lynn Wall. Now, we are excited to have you on the show today. We are, I, me, I am coming at you live in Arizona, and Jamie Lynn is coming at you live in the great state of Texas. I love Texas, just saying. I love Arizona too. But anyway, so we are going to help you break free today. We're going to speak light into your darkness. And I just want to tell you just a couple of minutes about, not even a couple of minutes, just a few things about Jamie Lynn, because she is dear, 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 dear. And she's a champion of people. She is a motivational speaker and you will figure it out as she speaks. And she's an artist. Let me tell you, she, oh, the beauty that she creates. And I know it's a gift from God. And so you can go to, she sells her art, right, Jamie? You sell your art, right, girl? I do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So go to her Facebook page, Jamie Lynn Wall now and uh, check out her art. Yes. Yeah. 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 And she is part of a, an amazing group called, uh, Oh, she has a YouTube. I love her YouTube channel because she does kingdom kids. And I send those YouTubes to my grandbabies girl. Let me okay. mm -hmm. I send them to my great grandbabies. And also she is part of an amazing group as a generational, the next generation of leaders, the international young prophets. I'm telling you what. So today, we are going to talk about bringing light into the darkness. This, there's going to be some revelation released today to get you healed today, to overcome the dark night of the soul, man. We are talking depression today. And, um, and, and with this quarantine, I'm telling you, if you suffer from, from depression, man, it's, you could get the double whammy in this. So, um, but let me tell you, if you do suffer from depression or you know of someone that does, please share this. Share this show, share, 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 and, and help people get free. So anyway, so, and the thing is, is we know that, that almost everyone feels down from time to time. But when, you know, it could be through a circumstance, circumstance or a situation in your life. But, but then when that changes, boom, moving on. But see, depression is not like that. Depression stays with you. It doesn't leave. It is, it's, 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 it's very uh, debilitating and it's, it, it affects every area of your life. It's, it's a hopelessness that creeps in and it affects sleeping, eating. It affects even playing your work. It totally affects. So, and when I was researching this, and I've done this a few years ago when I was working on a project, but even now it's the, the percentage has gone up and not down. So I'm telling you, there's a problem here. 18% of our population suffer from this. So we, we are coming at you today with some answers with, with, to break you free, to break you free so you can walk in freedom and stay in freedom. So Jamie Lynn, I saw a post that you did on Instagram the other day, which made me really think, I'm like, okay, People are suffering from this. And, you know, as a person that I love to talk about subjects that are things that are going on right now in people's lives and, and this has, and you have overcome this and you posted on Instagram that you have overcome, but it tried to creep in again. And so anyway, can you share with us today about the season that you're referring to in this, in this Instagram post? Absolutely. 
Um, thank you for having me. I just love you. I love everything you do. And I just think you're such a pure light in the world. And it's a great topic to discuss with you because you are yeah. such a beam of light, um, which can't happen without him. Um, but I, I did battle depression for like probably 10 years, maybe even longer. And even in high school, um, I was, I, I would say I'm one, like a very joyful person even when these were going on, people, a lot of people would not have known because I loved being around people and so genuinely loved being around people. And there were these moments where when I would get home alone and it would just hit me so hard, it was just the most disgusting, vile thoughts towards myself, self-hatred, mm. people don't really like me, um, just a lot of weird insecurities, but it always happened when something, for me, something triggered it. Okay. And I was medicated for it. And it was like the secret between me and my mom. I was just like, mom, I don't want, I don't, my siblings didn't know. I'm sure she told my dad, but like, I was like, I just don't want anybody to know that this is what I'm going through. I was, I was pretty private and, um, I didn't know how to be vulnerable with people until my senior year of college, really, because so many people looked to me to be like strong for them. And so I would say, um, this was like a cycle for me. So I would be at home and like my vision towards myself would be completely distorted. Like I went through a season where I was like, I looked at every picture in my room and I was like, I look like a caveman. <laughs> like I took all my pictures down in college and I was like this, it was just, I was, these are the thoughts I had because I want people to understand if you have a friend who's battling depression, first of all, it's not them. Second of all, it is possible to be completely delivered from it. I do not, and, and you'll hear the story of that too. But um, anyways, uh, if the word of God is true, we're not bound to anything that is not our full inheritance in Jesus Christ, which is freedom and joy. So it just took me a long time to really understand that. So I remember in college, I was in a lot of leadership roles and I just, I loved leading. I loved empowering people. I loved encouraging them. You would have never known, but I had these battle spurts of depression and so there would be waves of me being medicated for it even. And I would even think there was this one point where my parents came to help me move into my first house in college and I just lost it. And I started crying and I was like, I can't do this. Everything feels so dark. I was like, you know, of course I'm in this leadership role. Um, it's because all these women, I'm not, none of these women are intimidated by me because I'm ugly and I'm fat and my personality's great, but they don't care. Like they're just friends with me because it was like this really non, was not normal thinking. Right. So fast forward, it had been a while since, you know, that went away. And then I got hit in my mid twenties, like towards my mid twenties or maybe my mid twenties. And I'm in my thirties now, but I was on staff at Upper Room Dallas and I got hit with um, depression again and it was dark. And my husband and I were dating at the time and I like how I'm pointing, he's like on our patio. I'm like, since you'll know, he's just right there. Um, but I remember it was so dark. I was the children's pastor at Upper Room and I loved being around people. And my husband, my husband knew something was off but he didn't fully know what it was but because I could hide it because I loved being around people. And in a staff meeting, I just gave up and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I don't remember what joy feels like. I don't know if I'm ever going to feel it again. This is, I feel bound by depression. Everything feels really dark. 
and that's the moment everything changed. But it was always this mental battle alone at night is when it really got me. And so, of course, throughout the day, because anyways, so one dark thought, one negative thought, something bad would happen. I would come into agreement with a lie that was not good. And then that lie would multiply. It opened a door to like an ocean of lies. And I became what I was beholding. And I just marinated in these horrible thoughts. And that's for me what depression was like. Wow. Yeah. Because the, the lies, that's what, you know, you were believing the lie. So when we believe a lie, we empower the liars. We empower that lie and it just grows and it just, it magnifies, you know? And um, so when and how did God come in and deliver you from this? Well, I think it was this point where it was like a two week process. So, and also for people to know the whole time I battled with depression, deep down, I knew it wasn't from God. I, I remember hanging up the phone with my doctor who I grew up knowing and you know, he, I lived in, I was in college and he prescribed me antidepressants because, you know, he knew my history. And I remember hanging up and being like, God, the thing is, these pills are not from you. I don't know how to get through this without them, but I know that this isn't from you. And I didn't fully understand who God was and what was possible with him. So for me, this desperate moment of, I can't take it anymore. And I just said out loud to our staff, I was like, hey, everything feels dark. And I just confessed with my mouth in front of these people. And I'm telling you, the men in the room got up before I was done talking and they surrounded me. And I think some of them even cried and they were like, they looked at me and they started declaring who I was, who God was. And they were, they were like all up on that. So they opened a door of hope. Was I delivered right then? No, but they opened this door of hope. Sunday comes around. They do an altar call. I'm on staff in leadership here. So there's a little bit of pride where you're like, I, which I was young then. It's not true of every mature leader, but I'm still growing in God. And, um, and, you know, I didn't care. I was so desperate for healing. They were like anybody battling something, if it's blah, blah, blah. And I was the first one up there and I was ready. Like I was ready to let go of this thing. And so they prayed and this mom came up and was like, I don't like seeing you up here. And she was like, there's a woman named Dr. Caroline Leaf. After I told her what was going on, she goes, I want you to listen to this video specifically. She addresses, and she's a spirit-filled neurologist. So she studies the brain. So for in my free time, I would go home and I would just listen to this. I would listen to worship music. I would listen to this Dr. Caroline Leaf video over and over again, because she began to say that depression is not a chemical imbalance. And any doctor that says that it's a chemical imbalance has not updated their own craft and skill and education in this area because one negative thought can spiral. Like even a negative thought can make your entire body sick. Like it's amazing. It was so brilliant to me what I was understanding and hearing. So she was like, you can think your way out of depression. And she's like, it, it is not your lot. It is not from the Lord. And even science is showing that like, like being medicated for depression is actually really not healthy for your body, right? No. So I'm like learning the facts, which I, I have my master's degree. And at the time I needed the facts. I needed the science I needed. That was important to me along with the spirit. So, um, so all that to say, 
last, then I go to this Bible study with all these people who are like mothers and fathers to my husband and I, and I'm going to be really honest. So I know that there could be some of my friends from high school or college watching right now. And you're like, have you lost your mind? I'm like, listen, this really happened. We are having a time where people are sharing what they're going through. And there's like 40 people in the room and I am physically cringing. It feels like something is taking over my body. Like I'm feeling squirmy. I'm not scared, but I'm like, I don't, it's not wanting, like this feeling isn't wanting me to speak. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so weird. This feels like a movie. Like, like it was whatever this thing was, was like, I don't know if the words manifesting or what you want to say, you know, like it was like all over me. And this girl comes up and she goes, I feel like you're supposed to share what's going on. And I was like, listen, I can't talk right now. This is what's happening. And then she spoke for me. So I went to the center of the room and these fathers surrounded me and they looked at me and noticed that everything that I've done leading up to this moment has brought more understanding of the word of God, brought more understanding of his love. It's, it's you know, like the prayer at the staff meeting opened the door of hope for me to take this journey and actually invite God into the process. It was no longer Jamie Lynn trying to figure it out on her own. That didn't work for 15 years or however long it was. So I'm sitting in the room and a dad looks at me and he goes, you are gonna leave here without this. Do you believe me? And I said, yes, I do. And they surrounded me and they prayed and it was gone. And I was totally different. I was me again and it has, and this is, this is the vision that the Lord gave me. So um, when I'm a house and I have a front yard and that spirit is so familiar to me and it was way more familiar than I had to continue marinating in worship, the word. So when I was like good at spiritual volleyball, I was like spiking those thoughts because initially after I became, after I got delivered from depression, those thoughts want to come back, but you've got to spike them down and not agree or marinate in it. Like I did not entertain it. So then it's like, I was a house and these thoughts would knock on the door and I became so strong at not answering the door that then they weren't allowed in my front yard. Now those things aren't allowed in my neighborhood. So it's been like seven years, seven and a half years since I got delivered from depression. And I am so aware of the value of renewing my mind and marinating in the goodness of God that this past, I think the post that you're talking about like two weeks ago or a week ago, um, it was one afternoon, all of a sudden, all these unrealistic, dark thoughts came to my mind and I'm sitting on the couch with my husband and I, and I think of one and then all of a sudden a whole bunch start coming and I just feel heavy. And this is just a moment guys. I mean, I I'm delivered. So I'm not, this isn't like a battle. It's just a moment. And I looked at my husband and I just said everything out loud. I confessed every single thought out loud. I mean, my husband and I are very open with one another too. And we're, that's very important to us to, for me, it's very important to like be honest and upfront with one another. And I'm like, these are the thoughts I'm having. This doesn't feel real. This doesn't feel realistic. And I'm physically feeling something come on me right now. Like it feels, I feel anxious. So then he listened, he repeated, he prayed, woke up the next morning, fine. But it was a moment of like, no, this thing cannot come near my tent. I've been reading Psalm 91, you know, those who say the Lord is my refuge and strength, no harm will come near your tent. So that means 
you know, you got to stay on the offense sometimes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I love how you brought out the medication because that's the number one thing that they do. That's the first thing when, when I was looking at this and researching, that's the first thing that, it, that most doctors will do is prescribe medication. They medicate it. People are walking around medicated and after, and then they might give it, start with a little bit of medication and then they add more and more because it's not helping. It's not helping. And what I love what you said, because what happened was, is you let light come in. You let the light come in. You, it was, it was out in the open when it was in a secret and hidden it's in the, it's on the inside. Yeah. And so when you bring the light in, and that's what we're doing today, we're bringing the light in and, and pushing back the darkness, you know, and healing the, the darkness. So I love how you said that and pointed it out because that was the door, the, yeah. the opening, the let the light in, man. Let's expose this thing for what it is. And that is what you did. You expose it for what it is. And that was the beginning. And it what you know what I mean? It's a process, right? You went through a process yeah. is what you did, yeah. right? For some so, people, it's immediate. For me, it was a process, but I'm telling you right now, there are things that have come up during quarantine and I caught myself saying, this is just a battle. Uh, this is the battle in my life. This is the thorn in my side. And the Lord caught me the other day and was like, did I deliver you from depression? And I was like, yes. And he goes, what makes you think I wouldn't deliver you from this? I was agreeing that something, this is for not just depression, any battle you have in your life. First of all, thank you, God, that you would create us for one another to confess with our mouth. Thank you, God, that you are so ready to deliver us from all darkness. I mean, him, it's all light, period. Like there's no, it's like you're all or you're nothing. You know, it's, you can't mix salt water and fresh water and expect them. You know what I mean? It's like, I, he is very clear in his word. And one of the things that, um, I'd like to share from scripture that really stood out to me in this. For, and I think this is really helpful for people because it's always important to point people back to the word. This is like mind blowing to me. In Matthew 5, 27 through 30, it says, you've heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. That, what does that even, why would I say that? Because if our thoughts are so powerful enough that our thoughts alone are as powerful as the action we take, right? So the same thing, like for me to judge somebody and criticize somebody in my head and in my heart is the same thing as me like saying it out loud. Or for me to, for a man or a woman to lust after somebody in their head is the same as them actually doing that act in real life. Like our, our imagination is so powerful. That's why there's so many scriptures about renewing our mind. So for me, I knew that, oh my goodness, my imagination was creating a reality in the natural. It's not just internal. And I, I am, guys, this is the power of God. Like this is one of my favorite things about Jesus is I was so marinating in darkness towards myself. And honestly, I wasn't super mean towards others. I was like, you know, a lot of people are like, well, if you're mean towards others, you're probably mean towards yourself. The truth is, is like, I loved people, but I did battle judgment and criticism at times. I, I really did. And definitely towards myself and God made me. And it's and, and one of the things that God showed me was like, this is a painting I did. And it's like, if God painted something and handed it to you, would you tear it apart and point out every imperfection? Or would you be in awe that God painted you something? 
and we are each walking paintings. And I was shredding artwork apart that God made. Like I was shredding a piece of artwork that he created that was unlike any other. And I learned the power of like, I can honestly say because of Jesus, because I am a victim of the blood of Jesus and renewing my mind and letting him in because he is ready for all who are ready to let him in. I love my internal dialogue about people, about myself, about other, like about God. Like I love the peace and the love that is inside my heart, that is inside my mind now. And I could not have told you that five years ago. And to me, that's where, that's the biggest place I've seen the growth is like genuinely I'm okay with internally all that is happening because there's so much love in there. Wow, wow. And the thing is, is you were on staff. You were in ministry as you are today. And you can still have the be in ministry and deal and and yeah. have these things on the inside of us. And and the, the thing is, is what you talked about, it's the power of agreement. You're agreeing with that lie. There, there, I mean, you can there's it's power agreement is powerful, whether it's negative or positive. And we want the positive agreement, people. We want that positive agreement. And we have to be careful not to come into agreement with the negative. And so, and be aware. You became aware. And that is the big thing is awareness. And, 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 and you were bold and you've, and, you know, I get maybe in some, in your case, you just like, I've had enough. I can't take this anymore. I need help. And I'm saying to who, those who are listening today, don't wait, don't wait. There is help out there for you. You, there is people there that understand, that want to come alongside. Just, and, and when, when you expose that thing to the light, God's going to put you, just like Jamie Lynn, God put her in, in those places to bring complete deliverance, to bring complete healing. Yeah. And that's where our faith comes in and trust in God. And, and, you know, and so God is for us. He is not against us. He, he wants us to walk in all that he has for us. And if we hold back and if we stay back in the darkness, we will not fulfill the call and the purpose on our lives. And you know what I'm saying? And so we have to come out of agreement, come out of agreement with those lies. And I, I'm not saying that it's easy. And you know, I, know, I have not, I have to be honest, I've not struggled with that, but there are times where I have struggled with lies even about myself. And I say, oh, shut the heck up. And so I'm then moving on. You know, so we have to, we have to let that, let that, that fight come on. We'd have to let that fight. And especially in this season, in the hour in which we live, God has a plan and a purpose for your life, people. And in this Selah moment, in this setting apart moment, we can get a hold of all those things. Get, get You can Google. What does, what does God say I am? Who does God say I am? It's all on Google. We can Google it. And then you decree from it. So leading into this. Okay. So tell us what advice can you give people who are battling with this heavy anxiety and depression? Come on, Jamie Lynn. Come on. Um, well, you cannot be alone anymore. Like you can't. And in Proverbs 18, one, it says an unfriendly man pursues selfish ends. He defies all sound judgment. Another translation says a man in isolation pursues selfish ends and he defies all sound judgment or wise advice. If you are isolating yourself in darkness of any sin, you cannot, like God made us to confess to one another what it is that is going on. So I have seen people and in my own life, I am a walking testimony of this. When I isolated myself in depression, 
where did it get me? Nowhere. And if I would have stayed there much longer, I would have been such on my own island. To me, that that's like pride setting in. When you isolate yourself, you could be reading the word every day, isolating yourself from community. You need community. If you do not have people around you who love you, and one of my friends, um, Tim Manigault says this, he's part of International Young Prophets. He says, if you don't have a friend who will rock a t-shirt with your face and your name on it on your darkest day, no matter what's going on, you're not a right you're not around the right people. And I agree with that so much. Like who is going to get in the mud with you and bring you back up to the standard that they see you as, as a godly, as a godly man, as a godly woman. So first I would find somebody to confess this to, and somebody who can, you can just get it out there with, right? The second thing is in Colossians three, two, it says, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. There's so much darkness. There's so much comparison. There's so much of a standard. Sorry, there's a car driving by, it's so loud. Um, There's so much of a standard in the world that they say, this is beauty. This is what things look like. And it is so worldly. And it's like, that is not in my Bible. Yet why am I agreeing with it and acting like that's a standard? So set your mind on things above. And you may not feel like it. I hear people say this all the time. I just don't feel like reading. And I'm like, I used to say that. And I never learned the word of God because I never practiced the spiritual discipline of reading the word when I didn't feel like it. There are times when I don't feel like doing the dishes, but if I don't do the dishes, when you know what I mean? If my husband and I both didn't feel like doing the dishes, because thank God I married somebody who helps. But like, if I didn't, the dishes would pile up which means my internal world would pile up. So I think that that's key as well. Set your mind on things above, marinate in the word of God. And if you want, I love what you were saying, fight the good fight, you've got to fight for this. The violent take the kingdom by force. That means if there's something going on in my life and it is not God, I love Job 22, 28. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. So what is it that God says? I got chills. What is it that God is saying? You got to be done with what you're saying about yourself or your situation. You could be like, maybe you just lost your job. And I, first of all, I'm sorry. That is painful. There's so much going on that is painful, but you, what are you going to do when you lose everything? Love what Patricia King says, one of our sweet friends and definitely a mentor in my life. God plus nothing equals everything. And right now we're in a season where the dust has settled and because we've been running, we've been going, we've just been so many, I'm not saying this about everybody, but we can be complacent and our feet are moving dust all over the place. Now that the dust has settled, you can see where your trust really is. You can see what's really going on. That is good. It is good to invite God in. So I would say um, bring community around it. Set your minds on things above, marinate in spiritual disciplines, renew your mind with the word of God, declare a thing and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. There is a plan that God has for you. And I love seeing people who say, this is painful and this is hard, but God, you are good. You are faithful and your love endures forever. I know. And I trust you. And so I love being corrected. I love it because I feel like when I'm being corrected, yeah. And I feel like when I'm being corrected, it's like, oh my goodness, I get to look more like Jesus. 
It's an opportunity to grow and to be even a brighter light. It is, I'm not here to shine as Jamie Lynn. I am, but because I am looking to him and I am looking at everybody's best interest around me too, not just what I can get out of it. Like I have got to decree and declare the word of God into your life and into my life. So all this to say, we got to shine bright. And if you are battling this, you got, you got to let him in to every weakness, whether it's a lustful weakness of, you know, maybe you're lusting after food. Maybe you're lusting after um, something sexual. Maybe you're lusting after money. There's so much in the natural right now that I'm like, if you are freaked out because you have no idea and you're marinating in the no idea instead of God's idea, that's a good indicator that you have room to grow, which means he's going to come in when you invite him in and you believe like that's, that's in the word. Like when you believe it will be established. So all that to say, um, it reminds me of the moment when the dad stood over me and said, you're leaving here tonight without this. Do you believe me? And I looked at him and I believed it. And I believe because I believed it, I got delivered of depression. Yeah. 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 I'm about to, I'm sorry. I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was like ready girl. I was like, ah. that's right. We're speaking light into the darkness. That's what we're doing today because revelation is light mm -hmm. and revel and the light is Jesus. We're bringing Jesus in. We're bringing Jesus in and you had to be vulnerable. You had to, you had to be, you, what, it was a weakness. You, we have to become that way. We've, I, I've had to do that in myself in my own life in different areas and areas in different ways. It's not easy, but it can be done. We're both here to testify to you, to, to just say, you can do this. You can do this. God, there is a grace right now, like no other, that you, that is that undergirding and empowerment saying, girl, God, you got this. I got you. And I'm empowering you to do it right here, right now, especially in this set apart time, in this moment in time. God is dealing. God is dealing with these things. God is dealing with idols in our lives, you know, and, 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 and depression can become our friend. And so we just take authority over that right now. So, you know, so we have to be careful. Depression could be self-preservation. And no, we say no to that. That's a lie. You know, that's a lie. That is like from hell itself. We don't want to walk in self-preservation mode. Now, at times it's needed. Okay. But, but when God exposes it and says it's time to bring it to the light. I love you. We can do this. I got you. I'm going to appoint people. I'm going to point, give you divine appointments along the way. We say yes and amen to that. And I love how you brought out the decrees. I am, I mean, God is, I am living out my whole life right now. Decrees that I pray that, that I declared like 15 years ago. And I didn't even know that, they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, but God, Psalms 103 verse 20, his God, the angels, they hearken to the word, you know, and God says, command me according to my word. He wants us to declare his word, right? Jamie, God is so good. So, and, and tell us, and tell us there are moments that you have done this. Tell us about those moments that you, that, that when you release the light, how they pierce the darkness. I mean, think about, there are moments like, I've, I feel like um, one of the best things to do is 
like I, I went through seasons, especially through depression, where I was just praying about myself. It was so exhausting, guys. I mean, it was exhausting. And how many seasons do we do we get so freaked out? And it's such an indicator that there's a lack of trust when you're just praying for yourself. So I began thanking God out loud for who he is, not asking him for anything. Just to me, that is like decreeing the word of God. Like, God, you are faithful. God, you are so good. Lord, you are truly so merciful to me. You are, you, the fact that you, that your judgment is kind, that it's loving, that it is good, that your kindness is what draws me closer to you, not your judgment. Like, mm. what kind of God are you? Like, even now, just saying this out loud, I mean, you can feel, you can feel a shift. It's like, Lord, I remember when you delivered me from endometriosis. I remember when you delivered me from depression. I remember when you, when, when doctors told my friend they couldn't carry their own baby in their womb and they had, they carried a healthy, strong baby in their womb. I remember, and I just began telling him how amazing he is and how thankful I am for him. And from that place, the whole atmosphere shifts. And if you feel, if you feel heaviness, Eve, listen, I cannot tell you how many times I have um, which this probably isn't necessarily the normal decree that I'm, that we're talking about, but how many times we have, we decree a thankful heart to God. It shifts the atmosphere. I don't feel like it, but when I do it, I can't stop. And then it, it's like the spirit comes in and starts leading me to a continued place of thankfulness. The atmosphere is so beautiful. Then the prayers that are prayed from that place are different than they would have been when I came in. And I just began declaring like all of a sudden what I needed, instead of telling him, God, how are you going to show up? Like, God, I need you to show up. How are you going to show up? Because I enter with thankfulness, my declarations become, God, I trust you. And I thank you that because you have always been faithful, that you have a plan for me. In Proverbs, you say that when I'm led by the spirit of wisdom, that, that I will always be on the right path. And I thank you, spirit. I thank you for your wisdom, God, for leading me and guiding me on the right path. I trust you. It's like you just begin to declare and celebrate the thing before it happens. And then um, just recently, like a literal word for word declaration, I told my husband, I was like, I really feel a shift with art coming. I said, I, my dream scenario, which I've said a few times, and I just said it out loud to him. I was like, my dream scenario would be to do commission artwork right now and be able to move more towards media and just do commission paintings. And, you know, like that could fund in a sense, first of all, I love painting for people, but also I would love to be able to have more time to start doing media in a way that I could get paid for that one day. The next day, I said my dream out loud, which I used to not say my dreams out loud because I thought people would laugh at me, but like two of my major dreams, and I say them all the time, is that I will host the Oscars and that I will have my own television, Emmy award winning television show. It got really like multi Emmy award winning television show host. And um, I just began saying it and I believe it. I know it's going to happen. And within two days, I think, I think it was within two days, a man calls me and has commissioned me for many commission pieces. So like as many as I can get done, like the Lord answered that.
prayer. So all of the busyness that I was feeling because I wanted something more narrow happened because I decreed it out loud, even just out loud to my husband. Does that make sense? It wasn't like that was just saying what I wanted out loud. And the Lord heard, well, he's been hearing it in my heart for a long time, but a 10 year dream just happened. And I'm like, is this real life? So I want to say to you, when you decree a thing, it will be established. And Habakkuk 4.4 even says, write down the vision, make it plain. So that in time, a herald may run with it. And God doesn't lie. Like he will not lie. He, he will show up. And so that was the paraphrased Jamie Lynn version. But all I have to say, a decree to me is also a vision that's clear. Even if it's just, Lord, you are my provider. And in you, I have everything I need. Thank you if you don't know what to pray. So for me, I think, I think declarations are like when God spoke, this can be, this is said all the time, but I mean, I know, and I know you believe this, Susan, I know, but Genesis, when God spoke, he spoke every, like I exist because he spoke Jamie Lynn into existence. The ground we walk on exists because he spoke and it's being held together by the sound of his voice. And we, the air we breathe is being held together by the sound of God's voice. And we are made in his image. Why would we not declare things? So when you're declaring, you have life and death in your tongue. And let me tell you, mama ain't going to get caught up in slander and gossip because I don't want to declare that over anybody. I wouldn't want them to declare it over me. So I have the, I have the power of life and I have the power of death, which we saw with Satan. He had the power to fall to the ground and lose everything he had because he chose death. Like, I don't want to look like him. I don't want him to be somebody that comes into my tent and tries to lead me when he has no authority. So I choose life in all that I decree because I know when I speak, I know when I speak that it moves and shakes mountains. And when I speak, it will happen because it's within his heart. Yeah, yes, it is. Because when we spend time with him, he puts those desires in our heart and it, and, and it manifests through us speaking it out. And then as it is exposed, it's out there, it's in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And when you're, and when you're doing, when you are thanking God and you know, and we, you, but what, what you're doing when you're thanking God for, we're thanking God for what he is doing at that moment and not, we're not looking at what he's not doing. We're, we're thanking him for what he is doing. And that creates that realm for him to move on our behalf. And that's what we do when we decree a thing. We're coming out of agreement with the lies. Now we're not saying it's easy at all, but it can be done because you're looking at a walking, breathing woman right now who's set free and is free and she's staying free. And yes, it's going to be work. Yes, it is. Anything worth it is work, anything, anything. So, and there are tools out there for you to, to help you get free and stay free. And, um, and, and, and Jamie and Lynn, as I, as you know, when I was preparing for this, God reminded me that I have a tool. It's called Peace Not Panic. It's called Peace Not Panic. And, 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 and it was with a, a friend of mine, Gail, he's, he's out of Michigan. He's a counselor. He's a chaplain. He's an amazing man of God. And actually, I'm um, just really quick. He has... He, in Michigan, it's called Spiritual Care Consultants, and it's a counseling, and they help you get free. They let you know if you're suffering from this, that you are not crazy. I'm here to tell you, you are not crazy, okay? And so in this, 
he, he helps explain why we're going through what we're going through and he gives you answers. And then I have created, you know, music to go along with, with this and he teaches you how to get free. And, um, and also just, and, and the process on how to do that. So, and just really quick, you can get it on my website, scmfire.org and uh, it is free shipping. But, you know, I want you to get this. I want, it's a tool. It's a tool to help you get free, just like Jamie. And just like many others are getting free from depression. And, um, and this really quick, that spiritual care consultants, they are a ministry, but yet they are very skilled in what they do. I have sent people to talk to them and they, they are, they're trained counselors and licensed and, and it's free and they will Skype you spiritual care consultants and they will and they will skype and anywhere so they they're an amazing group of people but and 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 jamie i know let's we have to wrap things up but i want you to please pray because you know how to pray girl and get after it for people for those who are watching today god i thank you so much for susan and this opportunity to share even my story and my testimony of how good you are lord you are good and your love endures forever. It is the thing that endures forever for all of eternity. And we thank you, God. We set our minds on you. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come and that you would reveal to those who are tuning in live or tuning in later, wherever, wherever it may be, if you are listening to this right now, that the Spirit of God would come in and reveal the areas that he longs to walk with you in, that you are not alone, that he wants to, he wants to meet you in the mud of that area. He wants to help you wash off all the mud and walk back up to the free liberating land that you are like, that you were made to inherit here on earth, that everything that is in heaven is your inheritance here on earth. And so God, I thank you for revealing that to us. I thank you, God, even for those who have just been battling this, Lord, God, this testimony is a spirit of prophecy of what you want to do in other people's lives who are dealing with anxiety, who are dealing with depression, who, who have a hard time thinking positively. Lord, would you, Spirit of God, remind us and reveal to us the moments when we, would you actually, instead of us just responding or instead of us just reacting to negative thoughts, negative energy, however you want to word it, would you start revealing to us the opportunity to choose life in a moment where life and death is presenting itself in our thought patterns in whatever it may be in, in a moment of temptation that we would now, instead of just reacting, that we would have the vision and eyes to see and ears to hear the privilege of responding and being able to choose. And I just declare over you guys, as you continue to choose life, that it will become so natural to you to be free and to live this life. And this is not what you will battle forever. Those who are in Christ Jesus are free. This He has freedom for you. His life is a picture of what he has for you. So I just want you to know it is a lie from hell that you will battle something your whole life. That can be really offensive to people who have come into agreement about what the doctors say. If the word of God is true, if the word of God is true, then we must stand on the word of God, period. And so Lord, show us in the word, show us through google.com where we need to stand in your word where we have not been standing. We need your help. You said, Jesus, that you would send the healer, that you would send the comforter, that you would send a teacher. 
through your spirit. And we invite you, spirit of God, to come into all these places to lead us into truth, into freedom, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, before we see it, thank you for all of the freedom. Thank you for the testimony, whether it's immediate right now, whether it's in a month, whether it's in a year, whether it's in two weeks, whether it's in one hour, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for liberating us. Thank you for delivering us. Thank you for who you are. You are good, you are faithful, you are faithful, and we love you. Yes, amen, amen. And we just decree and declare over you a new beginning, a new day, and that he who the sun sets free is free indeed because you have heard truth today and you have heard life today spoken over you and to you. And let that light of Jesus just flood your body, flood your soul to bring healing in your soul in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for watching. Share this video. Share it because this word needs to go out in the name of Jesus. We bless you today. And until next time, love you.